0: I heard a tremendous pshat from my father, Shaitsa, in the name of Ramshim Ashrapala the great Mukobul. I tried to look in Ramshim's Shem farm to find it inside. I wasn't able to. So we'll say it over as Tarashabalhi. We know that following this week's Pashavali begins Saifishmois begins the week's nana of Shabbatim is really the abbreviation of the Poshesh Shmosa Ereb Obi Basharach Mishpatim. And the Mikabarim teach us that the Shavavim is this opportunity for Shabbatim. Now there's two periods of Shabbatim in the year. We have the Shabbat of Elul, which brings us to the Yemei of Rosh Hashanah Yom Gippim. And that's Shabbat to be judged favorably, Shabbat to be spared punishment. And then we have a chiva of the Shevavim. There's no Yem Adira at the end of Shevavim. What's the idea of the tshuva of Shevavim? It's a different kind of chiva It's a to from being in the distance of Godless, from being enslaved in Mitzrayim. We follow the Parshish until we get to Kabbalah Satera, until we get to the building of the Mishka. It's a tshuva from being distanced from Hashem to returning and coming back close to Hashem. So the Arisal teaches us that the Amal Shavavim is a special opportunity to the Shavavim as well. What's not as well known, the Shlore in the Shara Isis, is that even though there's a Koyach of Shavavim every year, but the Koyach of the Shavavim during the leap year, it's even stronger, so to speak. And as well known, that then we add two more weeks to the Shevavim. So rather than ending the Pasha's Nishpatim, that ends the Pasha's And we need to explain why, why we do that. But that extra level of the leap year makes the Shevavim, so to speak, more effic- efficacious, more of a powerful time of Tefillah and Shabbat. B'shimshel Esrapada adds tremendous remise. Allusion to the Torah. of the sub Yaakov tells Yosef that I'm going to give you a portion more than your brothers. And on that B'shimshel says that the word Vani is the same gematria as the word El, Nosati L'cho is the same gematria as Tishrei, Shchem is the gematria of Shevavim, which means Shevavim is equal to El and Tishrei, when when there's Echod Alachecho, when there's, you know that the 12 brothers represent the 12 months, so when there's one above the month, the extra month, when there's a leap year, a thirteenth month, then Shehvavim is able to add Fantastic premise in the possible. Now what does it mean? What's the level of Chiva that Shehvavim normally has a special ability to help a person achieve? And what's added in the leap year? What's special about a leap year that makes the second question I want to ask, and really it's part of the answer, it's well known that in the Musaf of Rosh Chodesh, so we david to Hashem for what we would like the new month to be. Chodesh Halein, Rosh Chodesh Haze, Taubah, the Frakha, the Sasan, the Rishimcha, all the brachas we hope that we will have in the new experience in the new month and what's interesting is that when there's a leap year we add a thirteenth term, a thirteenth request and that is normally we finish in the mekhil as khaytul asli khasabon, Hashem should forgive us for all our sins, for all our mistakes and in the leap year we add another expression and it should be an atonement for our Hashanah. for the, a willful sin. is called a the pesha. There should be that level of kaparot. So here already we see that Eliyahu has an extra ability to provide kaparot. And that's why only in Eliyahu do you ask for this thirteenth, so to speak, request. That Hashem should just forgive the sins which were mistakes, but even the sins of Repshai which were potential things. I'm sure everyone's wondered why Elipio has that ability to bring of the Berets and Kapoor. How does it work? I tried to look for an explanation. I wasn't able to find one. So I started to think and well, maybe I'd like to suggest an explanation to answer both of these questions, but at the same time I think it's a chizuk for us for us about to embark on the process of the Shevavim, how we can strengthen ourselves to maximize what we can achieve during the upcoming weeks. So let's start with a principle from the Kabbalah we've mentioned a number of times recently in the and that is the teaches us that the year is split into two halves: and the six months of the summer and then the six months of the winter. In each one, the Zohar tells us Yaakov takes three months and Esav got three months. So when you're talking about the summer months, Yaakov got the months of Nisan here and Sevan, and Esau got the months of when we're talking about the winter months Yaakov got the months of Tishrei Cheshwan Kislev and Esav got the months of Tevish Shvat Adam now Zohar goes on to say that Yaakov as we know fought the Malach of Esav Yaakov won and what would Yaakov win what did Yaakov get for winning that fight So the Zohar says that that fight between Yaakov and the Malach of Esau took place during Elul. And the victory that Yaakov had over the Malach of Esau was he won back Elul. So even though Elul should have been a month of Esau, Elul became a month of Yaakov. Similarly, the victory of the Jewish people of Haman, At the time of the Purim story, what Klai Yisrael so to speak won, took back from Esau by defeating him, was they took back the month of Adar. Adar was meant to have been a month of Esau. It was a month Ahamah thought he would be successful in carrying out his nefarious plans. But it became the Khaidah the month which was changed, the month which became a month of cloud a month of happiness for us, rather than a month of yoga, rather than a month of sadness. So what remains by itself? are Tamiz and Av in the summer, and Shvat and Tavis, Tavis and Shvat in the winter, and those are the months which are still months of punishment Months of hardship, so to speak, for the Jewish people. And that's why the punishments that we got at Israel either came in the months of Tamaz and Nav or in the months of Shvat and Tevis. Now, there's a difference between them. The months of Tamaz and Nav in the middle of the summer, the months of Tavis in the middle of, the middle of winter. The pa- the punishment of Tammuz and Av is a punishment of heat. So we've done something wrong, and we get a punishment, and someone's to get him as a, as, a, as a punishment of fire. That's a punishment for avarice. But there's also Teves. Teves is different. There it's the punishment of cold of the, of the winter. We don't commemorate being punished and that we were suffering. What we commemorate in Tevez, i sorry but tevis, is the fact that we were distanced. Hashem wasn't with us anymore. Because had Hashem been with us, Yishalayim couldn't have been conquered. Yishalayim couldn't have been attacked. And the fact that it was, was a sign to us that Hashem was rachik bimena. He was far from us. That's a different kind of punishment. And the point which we want to talk about now is that we need a different kind of chiva. There's one kind of chiva, which is a chiva from being punished. And that's appropriate for the punishment for the mida of din, which maybe Kha'israel uh, deserve when they've done wrong, which applies to the Thomas and have. That's when you also commemorate the different punishments that we suffered. And that's a chiva, it's a chiva which, so to speak, is there, to save us from being punished that's why the combination of the punishment is Elul. Elul is the month we went back from Asaph and became a month of Chubbhah a month which we can utilize properly that will be forgiven and when the dinner of Shoshana comes the dinner of Yom Kippur comes then we won't be punished but the the months of of Tavis and Shvat aren't months of punishment, they months of distance. And if that's the case, the Shabba pro- process, which is expected from us, isn't a Shabba to avoid being punished, it's a Shabba to regain closeness. A different process, and that's Shabba Vim. There's no din, there's no judgment at the end. But the point of Shabba is to regain a closeness to Asha. Shabba Mitoch to be Miskarif. And that's what we went back when we went back Purim. Purim wasn't just that we went punished. Purim began with the feeling that Hashem had left us, that He was distant from us, and it culminated in the celebration that we felt reconnected. Haman himself said, "Yashne Amachod that Hashem Keviyachol is sleeping. Hashem Keviyachol isn't isn't there to help us." And the miracle of Purim was that we saw clearly that HaKadosh Baruch is with us. HaShallahu Ileyi Kim writes that the reason we celebrate Purim is to show ki HaKadosh batara. Hu is with us. HaShallahu Ileyi Kim And that's the celebration of Purim. It's not Rachik. HaShem is Krui When he did Shavakal properly, then he managed to regain that Kiribha. That's how we went back the month of Adar. The month which was meant to be one of the months of Rechuk. And we succeeded in turning it to, to a month of Simcha, because the month of Kirva. A month where we celebrated closeness. That's the, that's so to speak, the calendar of the year. And if we understand the period of Chiva, the period of the Shevavim, that's every year. It's the Trevor which takes the man's of Kavis and Shmat, and it becomes the way to do tshuva to reconnect from that sense of rechuk, from that sense of distance. But what we still need to explain is, why is Trevor Vim in the leap different? What's an extra koyach? And as we saw from why is that something which is equivalent to Rosh to and So based on the principle we've explored together, and that is that the breakdown of the months of the year are split between Yaakov and Esav. So now let's ask the question: What would we consider the thirteenth month to be? What do we consider the extra month to belong to? And the answer is, I think it's obvious, that it's the month of Yaakov. Why? Because really, in the normal course of the year, there isn't such a month. Normally, there's 12 months. The idea of creating a 13th month is something beyond the normal course of events, something above the normal running of the world. that's an extra dimension which Klal Yisrael have in order to connect the solar and the lunar calendars, but it makes a new material, a new month. And if we were given this kayach of a new month, then for sure it's a month which is ours. Now what's the kayach that that extra month has? What's the kayach of a month which is not in the normal calendar? A month which was given specifically to the Jewish people. So let's talk for a moment about Shiva. How Shiva works? Because it's a normal Shiva which applies to when a person does something wrong. And the result of the chayt is twofold. The one result of the chayt is that a person deserves to be punished. There's also an element of chayt that it distances a person from Hashem. And if that if, if, then the trivah process, which has to reverse the effects of the avarah, also has to be twofold. There's the kind of triva which, so to speak, uh, takes the place of the punishment. When Hashem sees a person is sincere and wanting to change, he doesn't need to be punished. And there's a Chava which regains the connection to Hashem. For most of areas, that a person can do mistakes, times a person is overcome by a bad middah. So these these normal forms of Chava, if you're going to call them that, would work. But there's a different kind of Averia too. There's a kind of an avera which has a much more serious effect. Either because of the severity of the avera, but more than that, because of the severity of the way the Averia was done. Because an avera which is done out of negligence, out of ignorance, out of lack of awareness or, or concentration, is wrong, but... It's also forgivable. People make mistakes. An Avera, which is done out of Taiva, out of bad Midas, is wrong, but it also is understandable because people have a her. But there's a type of Avera which is more severe than that. That's what we call a Pesha. A Pesha, an and Avera out of, out of defiance. An Avera done willfully. A person knowing that they're doing the wrong thing, and they do it anyway. And a very like that is much more serious. Because that's not just a sign of human weakness. That's a sign of some form of, what do you some form of showing that a person doesn't accept authority. Showing that a person is rebelling against the Kodesh Baruch Hu's commands. But when you only the beginning of Shari Chubb. If a servant say to master, you? Most of what you tell me to do, I'll do. But something I decide I don't want to do, so I'm not going to do, regardless of your instruction. But I don't have the of. That means I'm not a servant. I don't accept authority. I do what I want to do. And if there's no reason why a person would choose to be disobedient, except to show disobedience, then it's a sign of rebellion. Avarians like this are of a much more serious nature. What the Gemara calls a person who's a Mumar, the Dabar The person who's a rebel in that area, they're considered to be an apostate. And as a result, they lose the Echadik of Kha Yisrael. They lose the Echadik of Kha Yisrael, and they lose the Echadik of Naimabah. That's the most severe level of punishment that took across Libya. But the question is, What's the chival for such an What's the way to return if a person has been cut off, if a person has been distanced to such a degree? So how do they come back again? In Lafesh when he talks about the idea of chival from a person who has been deemed punishable by Koresh, a spiritual excision have detached themselves, not just to distance themselves from Hashem, but they have detached themselves. So he deals with the same question. If a person has severed their connection, so where does Tshavah work? And the Efesh HaKhaim, says a Kiddush, he says, that is true. Once a person has detached themselves, so there isn't a way for them to reattach themselves. The way that Tshavah works in such a case, is a Kanish Baruch, so to speak, has to create a new prayer. From, from above, Hashem sends down a new, so to speak, an to attach to If are going to talk in terms of Rukhni Esmo, that means that a person's cut, so to speak, completely their connection to the Nishama which is a spiritual element connected to Hashem. So, what they need to do. So well, this has to so to speak, bring down, a new, uh, bring that the Shama and send it back to, uh, down, a connection from it to the person, to reconnect them, to reconnect them. And this is something which is beyond the normal running of the world. Within the normal framework of the world. Today so we're talking about something new. We're talking about recreation. When Yana writes saw as he said, and he says a person can think Rakadash Powerful we be them as a prayer, as a new entity. As something which wasn't that which wasn't the same thing it was before, he being been recreated. That's a tremendous thing. A mikvah person goes under the water, and comes back out again. How does it purify? And the answer is, and the first will explain, that before Hashem formed the dry land, the earth, and everything on it, everything was under the water. And from beneath the water, Hashem made the earth rise and then everything which is on the earth. And therefore, they say the concepts meant to symbolize that immersing oneself into the water is returning to that stage of pre-creation, and that when a person emerges from the mikvah, now it's, he's been reborn, now it's, he's begin, beginning again, and that's purity. It's not just forgiveness. Purity is a sign of something which is, so to speak, starts again. Without the effects of what happened before, begins again, without the without the lingering uh, connection to what was wrong in the past. When do we have an occasion to penitent? That's Yom Kippur. When you told about Yom Kippur, because it's not just a day. For Kapara, for forgiveness. But it's a day, it's a way that the Kapara works by purifying us. It's a recreation. Amir says, we always quote this in our Kibbah, it's a day a person has a chance to be created as a new entity. That's a specific level we talk about kapara. Kapara is more than just forgiveness or willing to overlook punishment. And it connects to that concept of tara. Being purified means so to speak being given a chance to start again. Hashem gives the person a chance to start again. He makes him a Bria Khadasha. And if that's the case, even have areas which maybe in a normal sense are too are too too deep within the person to forgive. But there's a potential keep Kippur to come to the level of Tara. Let me explain. We know the Gemara says that the are some of areas which Chuvah is enough for and some of areas which Chuvah needs Yom Kippur as well and some of areas which even them, they both together are not enough without Yosurim So in what way is Yom Kippur a Kapura? In what way is Yom Kippur that level of purity? The principle is that Yom Kippur provides purity for the future. A person might still need to be punished for the past, but there's a certain purity that they re, they recreated to begin again from now on in Yom Kippur. That's the mikvah. A famous Mishnah says, Ma'am mikvah and Kepha gives the person a chance to emerge, recreate. It. And now we understand the second Adar. The second Adar is also a new creation. The second Adar is also something which isn't a normal part of the year. It's not a month out of the regular months. And that's the case. So then when the new Adar comes, a new creation in time, it brings with us the, brings with it the ability of a new level of creation of the person. It's a hapara special. It can bring atonement from those various which are pshayim, Those are which are defined. those are which could be seen as rebellion. That's The extra month What we call Adar Aleph The month of Adar Where we celebrate Adar The month that we got back from Haman The month that became a month of Simcha Is the Adar where we celebrate Purim It's the second Adar The extra month in the year Is the month of Adar Risham It's a month in the middle of the winter And it should And it comes To help us so to speak, purifies us from the months of Asaf, from the distance of the of the winter, from the distance of the river. What's the process? How does it do it? That's the Koich of Shavuot. The Koich of Shavuot, the unique Shavuot of these months is the chiva to reconnect. Most years it goes as far as the ability to reconnect from the various which we call the khet, which we call an abuin But this year, a leap year the it can also get to the level of a Pasha. Of the extra month a new creation brings with it the promise of recreation for us as well that's why in a leap it extends into the extra month two more weeks why just two more weeks so there's a fantastic khidr of the khasm saifa and he says that when you want to do the chivah of Shababim, it's until we get, so to speak, the reply in Shemaim that Hashem forgives us. Just like we talk about, Dr. Yom a certain best that our chivah has been accepted. It's the same thing, after we want to do the chivah of Shababim until also we get some kind of acceptance of our chivah. It says in most years when it's not a leap year, fascist Mishpatim is always fascist Godim. fascist Mishpatim is always the week before We can explain that Shavavim is to attack the months we don't yet have of Tavis and Shavat. Adar we already was To that Kirva. The trouble we did then already made us worthy. But the normal year, the Shavivim ends with Pasha Mishbatim. It's Pasha Shkodim. Why? Because in Pasha Shkodim, we read in the Pasha, there should be a Kapara on your Nefesh, in front of Asher. And then we read in the Torah, sign, so to speak, a Kapara has been accepted. When we have a double Adah, when it's a leap year. So, the four Pashas are part of the second Adah. But he says, So on the Minchab Shabbos, we read the beginning of Pasha's Kisiso. And that is the same we read the post. We read the post. As we know, we will be given the Kapar. The Kapar is partial. The extra month is the extra day of Kapar. But the point of Shabbat is to deserve the kappara, The Kabbalah of closeness. And that's a tikkun for the Rechuk. Whether it's in the regular year where it's a tikkun for the Rechuk, that's brought about by every Abarim, just is from Hashem. But there's an extra level in the Leap year. Because in the Leap there's a new creation of time. So that gives us a new creation of ourselves. And even the Rechuk, which comes from a passion, a rekhad which comes from a much more serious area. We can get Kaparas Pasha as well. We can come back and be really accepted from that as well. Shavuot so we starts this week. And it's a special opportunity for us. Especially to to the EPO. that same level of kapari we can get to out of Adel and which culminates in the on Kippur in a purity in a Puriya so same thing here we can be zaykh to a B- becoming a Puriya so getting to a new level of connection even from those areas where the distance is much greater even from Kshayi special opportunity. Going back to the Apostle, I gave you something beyond above your brothers. Hashim says, It's the Shev of Him which comes in that year which is more than the regular year. And that is the L'Koych of the Tzim the Sinah. I just pray to give on Tishrei, Tishra and the Kippur. I just pray to give a it to him too.